to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye. You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Judge not that ye be not judged, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Oh, that's good stuff. <clears throat> but see, you can ask. You can ask that the Lord would bring justice uh, in a situation. There is a, there's a necessary... Uh, there, there's a time for that. There's a good reason to do that as well. Um, you see, the Lord loves for us to stand in the gap. Those are his prophets. 
It's a very prophetic kind of thing to do. Okay, there's a, uh, a selflessness um, that needs to happen. Let me, let's go to Ezekiel this morning here. Let me tell you. Ezekiel is a very interesting book because you have a priest who God calls to be a prophet. Now, there are still prophets today. And I, I'm going to say this. Don't be afraid of going to, to, to see a prophet or a man of God But you don't always have to just, you know, take up their time or their attention or any of this stuff. Uh, sometimes they're pretty busy people, right? But if you do something in secret, if you take care of a issue they have, okay, you're taking care of God's people, and God appreciates that, uh, whether it's financially or whatever, okay? And so, God will take care of you. God will surprise you and it'll be awesome ezekiel had a had a time okay his audience was was israel god had sent him to save them to pull them out of their sin but listen to this i'm gonna go to ezekiel 15, uh, 16 and 6 ezekiel 16 and 6 <clears throat> And when I passed by thee, I saw thee polluted in thine own blood. I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy blood, live. Yeah. I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy blood, live. I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field. And thou hast increased and waxed great. But thou art come to excellent, and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thy bosoms are fashioned, <laughs> and thine hair is grown, whereas thou wast naked and bare. Now when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time was the time of love, and I spread my skirt over thee and covered thy nakedness. Yeah. I swear unto thee, and entered into a covenant with thee, saith the Lord God, and thou becamest mine. Isn't that sweet? <clears throat> then washed I thee with water, yeah? I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. I clothed thee also with broidered work, and shod thee with badger skin. And I gird thee about with fine linen, and I covered thee with silk. I decked thee also with ornaments, and I put bracelets upon thy hands, and a chain on thy neck. And I put a jewel on thy forehead, and earrings in thine ears, and a beautiful crown upon thine head. Thou was <clears throat> thus was thou decked with gold and silver. And thy raiment was of fine linen and silk, 
embroidered work. Thou didst eat fine flour and honey and oil. <clears throat> uh, that's kind of like uh, biscuits right there, right? If you're uh, in the South, you're just missing the gravy right there. Uh, and that was exceeding beautiful. <clears throat> you see, right here it says that that was exceeding beautiful. You are, you are, your beauty was excellent. You, you had an excellence of beauty. This was on top of all of the jewelry. See, these are two separate things. He said, I put all these, all these things on there. But then he said, and you were exceeding, exceedingly beautiful. This is what God likes, this is what God likes to do. the chapter of the verse the first chapter of the bible it says in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters and god said four and god saw five and god called the light day six and god said seven and god made Eight, and God called. Nine, and God said. Ten, and God called. Eleven, and God said. Hallelujah! In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Before God started creating, everything was dark and empty. But then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God's words were so powerful, they created light out of nothing, and the light was good. God separated the light from the dark, and He called the light day and the dark night. This was the very first day. And after that, God kept creating. On day two, God created the skies and the heavens. On day three, He made seas and oceans, dry lands, and all kinds of plants and trees. On day four, He made the sun, the moon, and every star we can see in the sky. On day five, God started making animals. He created every fish that swims in the sea and every bird that flies in the air. On day six, God created all of the creatures that walk on land, like dogs, horses, elephants, and even people. At the end of the sixth day, God looked at everything He had created, all of it. Every single thing was very good. God knew His work was finished, which meant at the start of day seven, God didn't get back to work. Instead, He blessed the seventh day and rested from all the good work He had done. Okay, God's already approved you. Isn't that crazy? You know, you know He looks at the blood of Jesus and says, you're approved. <laughs> like, hey, God, uh, you know, what did I do? It ain't about what I did. It's about what he did. And so we study to show ourselves approved. 
because we are approved. That's the truth. Amen. Start with, okay, Genesis 12 and 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And, uh, ooh, wouldn't you like to be a blessing? If God makes your name great, then maybe that's his plan with us, huh? If we're a seed of Abraham, then that's on us. That our name will be made great. Because God, not because our name is so great and wonderful. Three, all right, 12 and 3. I will bless them that bless thee. Ho, ho, ho. I will bless them that bless thee and curse them, him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. <clears throat> so, obviously, here he wants every family to be blessed. He wants no family to miss out. That's when they say all, it means uh, all. Okay. You write that down. Whenever you see that word all in the Bible, it means all. And that's all all means. <clears throat> and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed, and the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 70 and 5 years old when he departed out of Haran. You see, Lot. Lot didn't have a whole lot going on. Very exciting. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. You see, he had gathered souls. Isn't that interesting? That's, uh, that's when, uh, like, when ships, they say, you know, how many souls do you have on board? Just kind of what's going on here. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's where it came from, baby, right there. <clears throat> and went forth to go to the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came, and Abram passed through the land under the place of Sikkim, under the plain of Morah. And a Canaanite was there in the land. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared to Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. 
I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or needing clothes, or sick or in prison, and did not help you? He will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Let us go to Mark chapter 2, 16. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners, tax collectors and sinners. They said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of a physician, but they that are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Oh, isn't that sad? Because we all know that we're righteous. We know the law can't save. Isn't that sad? The Lord didn't even correct his own people. Say, okay, you wanna you wanna you wanna drink of that wine? Go ahead. Uh it was their choice. They were grown. You know what I'm saying? God let them make that decision. If your cup is full, God can't put more water into your cup. If you you repent, then he can fill it. If you dump that that stuff out, then he can fill it. Nineteen. And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then shall they fast in those days. No man also soweth a piece of new cloth unto an old garment, else the new piece that filled it up taketh away from the old, and the rent is made worse. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine doth burst the bottles and the wine is spilled. And the bottles will be marred, but new wine must be put into new bottles. You don't worry about the wine part. God will do that. You worry about the bottle part and making sure the old man is dead, taking up your cross daily. It says, if any man shall follow me, he will deny himself and take up his cross. And this is one of my favorite verses. We're going to jump back here. Mark 2. 
verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, Why don't this man speak blasphemies? Who could give forgive sins but God only? And immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned with themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? How would you like Jesus to know what's going on in your heart? Well, well he does. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wow, beautiful, Lord. Whether it's crazy for the kingdom of darkness, I'll tell you. Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, and take up thy bed and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. This was before he went to the cross, by the way. And I say unto thee, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. So what's easier? <clears throat> or is salvation and healing all in one bundle? Wouldn't that be nice to know? Wouldn't it be nice to know that the name of Jesus, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord, and every tongue shall confess, they call him, uh, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. In those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent! For the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, 
to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. This is it, man. It's your last chance to turn back, man. Turn him back, okay? Good. He wants it. You heard him, Lord. Well, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.